Hey guys, it's 2 a.m. and we've got some thoughts. Let's dive in. You've got host Chrissy and Adriana in the studio right now. And we also have fun special guests, friend of the pod, Julia. Yeah, you do. And also our lovely producer, Ray, who has yet to produce anything for us. But I don't do anything. <laughs> I just exist. <laughs> he gets the producer credit without actually having to do any of the work, but we'll, we'll fix that for next time for sure. We don't have to. Make it work. <laughs> we need to make him work, guys, so just just tweet us <laughs> that you want more of Ray. <laughs> well, once we make a Twitter anyways. Yeah. So, me, myself, Adriana, met Julia because Julia's sister... Mm-hmm was my really good friend from college. Yep. So she actually moved out here and knew nobody. So I actually remember getting a text message from Annie, her sister, saying, hey, my sister's moving out to LA. She doesn't know anybody and she <laughs> is kind of an interesting person and needs to uh, okay. make some friends. I don't know how she caveated my appearance She called in you interesting. Okay, well, I that's and, fair. That's fair, but you... Were you ill-prepared for what was coming? Or were yes, you prepared? Okay. still. And, still I'll, and I'll even, tell you why. I'll right. tell you why. No, please, please. So share. she basically asked me if I could provide my cell phone number to give to Julia <laughs> so that we could hang out and meet up. Maybe like a couple weeks later, I get this random text message, this like long-winded paragraph from an unknown number. And it was like, well, hello there, stranger. And it just went into this full deep dive. And I honestly had to reread it three times because you never said who you were. I, and I honestly had no idea who thing, it was. I don't remember sending this, but it doesn't shock me. Yeah, well, hello there, stranger. That's such a creepy thing to text someone. I don't... Did I say that? Yes. No, I don't yes. know. You would say that. I mean, <laughs> I wish I had the it's receipts. not out of character. I wish you did have the receipts. Can you dig back to 2015? No, <laughs> that's that's so... Yes, yeah. this happened in 2015, by the way. So once I figured out who it was, because I was searching my brain, you know, it was it some guy at a bar? That's uh, usually what it oh, is. I texted like some guy from a God, bar. God, I, I hope I wouldn't give my number to a guy at a bar that sounded like that. <laughs> Basically, I narrowed it down, figured it out that it was Julia, Annie's sister, who was texting me in that manner and, uh, you know, agreed to hang out with her, even though I definitely had some reservations after that text. But we we ended up meeting up with each other when she moved to L.A. and we went for the classic touristy Hollywood hike. To be fair, when I moved to L.A., I had never been to L.A., so hiking to the Hollywood sign was, you know... That's what people do when they visit LA, but I'd never done it because I'd only lived here for like a week. I think that's the first time both of us went. Yeah. Because I don't think I had ever been either. Yeah. Because I was fairly new to LA as well because I spent most of my time in Virginia going to school. So I never really spent that much time here. That sounds right. Yeah. Basically, the best part though, everybody, was that Julia showed up in this like giant orange van it was all right. that like honestly reminded me of a minivan or if you've seen okay. dumb and dumb or dumber it looked like that dumber giant dumber <laughs> it looked like that giant like dog car that right. they drive around in so we go on this hike and i drive to the hollywood hike and we just took like the longest route of getting to the actual sign yeah. so yeah anyway that's how adriana and i met 
And then uh, Chrissy here. So I met Julia because I worked with her. So we bonded because we both had moved from out of state to LA. And honestly, we are both just the worst. So we just bonded over uh, our mutual dislike for some people in the office. So I actually knew of Adriana because around the same time that I had met Julia, she had mentioned that she was going to be going on a hike with her sister's friend from college. So that's how I knew of Adriana, but I hadn't met her yet. And then Ray here, who was our producer, is my boyfriend. So that's why he's in the mix. So anyways, we all met in 2016, a year after all of these events occurred, on a really brutally hot hike in Mm -hmm. Los Angeles, California, in Griffith Park. And I actually thought that I was only hiking with Annie and Julia. And was really confused when Chrissy and Ray were approaching the group because I I just didn't know who they were. And I was confused as to why they were walking over here as if they knew us because I genuinely didn't know who these people were and like got confused. Yeah. And then from my perspective, this is Chrissy here. Um, I walked up with Ray to the three of them and it was like, okay, Julia's here. Why do Adrian and Annie look like they don't want us to be here. Now I know that uh, it's because Adriana had no idea we were coming. So there was a miscommunication. So Annie knew you guys were coming. But right. You, so it was just Adriana didn't. who was lost. Yeah. So yeah, therefore big miscommunication wasn't really the best first time meeting, but no, it's fine. I it just, was fine. I just assumed everybody <laughs> knew was ha- what was happening, yeah, no. but no. It was so rough. anyways, <laughs> fast forward to a year. We all hung out again once Adriana, in 2017, once Adriana had graduated from college and did Friendsgiving together. Yeah, Friendsgiving was quite a trip. So I was invited, even though I knew no one <laughs> except for Julia. Well, like I knew Chrissy and Ray, but like barely. But we weren't like them. friends yet. Right. We weren't friends. We, we only had met like a couple of times before. And I showed up with Julia to Chrissy's place. And I literally knew no one <laughs> in the entire apartment. But it was Friendsgiving. I'm quoting <laughs> that right now because none of us were really friends. The irony. Yeah. Except well, for Julia yeah. and Chrissy. I was like, for yeah. me, like, I was like, oh, all my but, friends are here. Yeah. You didn't know the other But, you know, but I didn't, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. There were some. Because, because typically a Friendsgiving is, you know, like closer friends. And all of us were like loose acquaintances for the <laughs> most part. Really loose. Which was the funniest thing about it. But that's, you know, that's LA. Or you have a bunch. Yeah. When you have people who live yeah. in LA with no roots. But I think like the easiest transition to friendship was all of us for some reason, minus Julia, um, because <laughs> she didn't get the memo, um, wore maroon. Yes. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we're so cool. We're maroon five. Yeah, there, were there was five, five of, of us that were wearing maroon. Yeah. So there's three of us and two fallen soldiers. And <laughs> two, two fallen soldiers in the pack who will not be named on this Yeah, podcast. will not be named. Because we, I wasn't wearing maroon. You weren't. No. So. so rest in peace to the two fallen soldiers. Fast forward to, I don't know, like a year later probably, uh, Audrey and I moved to, in together. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. where the 2AM podcast actually yes. was, was birthed. Yes. Which if you haven't listened to the first episode, we kind of talk about it. So shameless plug into the first episode of our podcast we talked about that the origin of the 2am podcast and currently now we have since upgraded into another apartment and me chrissy ray and adriana live together in a much nicer apartment but there's still murder again shameless plug to the first episode (laughs) of our podcast now we call ourselves we own the four of us and we'll get into that on our next podcast if you tune in yeah, so moving on over to current events. Yeah, let's stop talking about ourselves for two seconds. 
Okay, so now moving on to our current events section, we really wanted to talk about schools reopening because it's a hot topic right now in 2020. Uh, as if you lived through 2020, you may know this, but the United States has uh, a lot of issues because there's no federal jurisdictions about schools reopening. Obviously, President Trump has his own opinions that we can definitely get into, but it's now being decided by local government. So this is a huge, huge issue because there are a lot of school districts that are reopening in certain states like Georgia and Florida. And there's a bunch of other states that are refusing to reopen. So there's a huge controversy and disagreements among all of the governors and you know local officials like mayors. And um, like I mentioned before, the president has his own opinion. Um, so we just want to talk about the different pros and cons of reopening schools. What we're going to do is we're going to outline some pros and cons. So we'll start with the pros of schools reopening. Yeah. I mean, for I think about like, you know, schools reopening, obviously there's a lot of controversy around that. But when I do think about the pros, I think like, I don't know. I think that especially in public schools, like it's easy to say like, oh my God, if my kid were in school, I would just like keep him home. I would just homeschool them. But like a lot of parents don't you know, have that privilege. And so for so many working parents, like that, that's the one chance at like childcare that doesn't cost anything. And then also for a lot of kids, that's like really the only place that they get fed in a day, you know, like with school lunches. Um, I mean, my God, there's just so many like damaged families in America. Um, and I don't know, it's just like, it's a hard thing to be like, okay, well, yeah, I know you can't go to school anymore because for a lot of them, that really is the only chance that they have to get away to get out of like their households where like, there's just so many like horrible things happening. Um, because like, it's easy to be like, oh yeah, just stay home. But like so many kids don't have that, you know? And now moving on to the cons of schools reopening. It's definitely not the safest because I feel like you never really know if people are positive for COVID-19 and it's very contagious and easy to spread. So I think that if we were to reopen schools, I feel like you're definitely going to increase a lot of cases. And with a lot of children who are younger, they may not be showing symptoms because they're so young, but they could still spread it and they can bring it home. And you never know if like parents or grandparents are living with them. So I just feel like it's not necessarily the safest. Yeah, especially for teachers, too, because I, I know schools are saying, you know, we're going to do our best to implement social distancing. Um, Kids are kids. Kids like recess. Kids like being messy. There's, kids are gross. Kids, <laughs> kids are so gross. There's no way they're going to be able to control that. So, yeah. I mean, my two cents are opening schools are really dumb and it just doesn't make sense. Like you're you could kill people who have comorbidities and like are older and it's just yeah. a huge problem. So and like I said, like even I mean, what was it? One of you guys told me earlier about schools are implementing three foot rule instead yeah. of six foot, and it's mm -hmm. just like, well, it's not like because kids are smaller, but they're spreading germs in a smaller radius. In fact, I would argue kids are grosser than adults. Like, but perhaps twenty feet is necessary. Yeah, kids, so that's so. what I'm saying. I mean, also this highlights so many issues in the existing public school system, like the large classroom sizes, like. There's just so many. I wonder if classrooms and in, in school in general is just going to change moving forward. Yeah. If, if they do decide yeah. to reopen schools. But honestly, like, I think this goes back to what we talked about in our first episode mm -hmm. plug um, about the <laughs> mask debate, because we just we as a country have not implemented 
a federal law so nationwide everybody has to follow the same rules and i think that's the biggest problem because there are so many other countries that have done that during covid 19 and they are successfully having cases decline yeah. and deaths decline but the u.s is like oh it depends on the local government so everybody has different opinions and there's no um uniform way of moving forward with schools yeah. so it just doesn't make sense from that perspective either there should be one policy for the whole nation and the schools shouldn't reopen <laughs> that's crazy to me facts no like it's just insane no i think it's crazy that we're even having this discussion when co we have no vaccine um people are asymptomatic there's not enough testing i mean it just doesn't make any sense yeah plus i think even like the pros where i'm like oh it's the only place kids get fed in a day it's just like well that's not right either that like that is the mm -hmm. only place that so many kids like get like a sanctuary away from home yeah, like right. the only place they get a meal i'm like well what does that say about our society but that's yeah. the only place that they can go and do that like that's not i mean that just like opens up a whole other can right. of worms to yeah. like just how like wrong our setup is in this country. Right, yeah. exactly. Highlighting so many different yeah. problems. So we'll we'll keep you guys posted on schools reopening, but that that's what's happening currently. Yeah. So, so now we're gonna get the perspective from Raymond, who works in a school. So working in a school, I mean, it's very scary. Like I know a lot of teachers have this fear of like, you know, what rules do they have to follow? Like, are they are we serious about? having these kids wearing a mask and expect them to put it on. So there's lots of reservations that teachers have. So I'm hoping that each state takes the precautionary measures and protect the leaders of the, of our school that, you know, these teachers are getting paid very little to want to educate these kids. But I mean, everybody needs to kind of do their part and protect teachers also. Um, I mean, I've read, news articles about teachers like quitting i mean young teachers quitting because like they don't they don't want to put themselves in danger and risk having coronavirus this is a very serious topic i mean i hope that we can work together on protecting kids students staff members and finding positive way for everybody to be safe So now we're moving on to our section of the podcast named Julia Rambles. And Julia, friend of the pod, will yeah. be talking about her ex-carny days. So, so yeah. I mean, I, I know that we briefly mentioned in the first episode, shameless plug, that <laughs> I was at one point in my life a carny. What's a carny, you ask? <laughs> State <laughs> fairs. We all have them, right? We Nobody, Julia, ex-carny days. <laughs> Thing, it's so. a huge pillar to my personality just because it just is so when like i mean if anybody talks about like oh my first job i'm like yeah yeah that's great um i worked at the state fair of west virginia which i mean a state fair in any capacity is just like already like what is wrong with you but west virginia just takes it to a level it never needed to go it's always like okay but like what is your best story from the fair and the answer is, well, I don't know. I worked here for four years. So every year before I went back to school, I worked 10 days at the fair. But the story that always comes to mind first and the one that gets most requested is, I guess, and I, I hate it because it like perpetuates West Virginia stereotypes of, you know, incest. But 
I witnessed it with my own eyes. And, you know, so let me just like say that this restaurant was a sit down restaurant on the fairgrounds. Take that as you want. It was basically just a place where people could come in, sit down, enjoy some air conditioning. I mean, personally, whenever I've been to a fair, I'm just eat as I go and walk. But there's a lot of people who just apparently want to sit down. This family comes in and it's a, it's a mom and dad. So it's this couple. They have two teenage children, one boy, one girl, and this man's mother. So like an elderly woman who was in a, an electric wheelchair, which we had a step to get up into the restaurant. They tried to lift her wheelchair into the, which we weren't like, I don't, I guess it's not up to code, but we didn't have space to, it was a very small building. I mean, it was fair, but like they had to get her out. She had to sit at a table. They all sat in a booth. The whole time I was taking their order, I mean, of course, like they were just like, the restaurant was empty at the time. They picked a table in my section. So they did the signature move where I'm going to order a water to drink, but I want extra lemons, extra sugar, because I'm going to make my own lemonade at the table, which is just gross for one. There's no way that sugar like melts down into anything. Like you can't tell me that you're not sucking up granules, but you know what's grosser than that? A brother and sister feeling each other around uh, the table. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. No, cringe all you want. I had to see it. I saw this brother stick his hand up his sister's shirt. It's so wrong. And he was, like, playing with her bra clasp. And I was just, like, standing there taking their order. Like, I don't want to be on Earth anymore. And, like, you may ask, well... How do you know they were related? Well, I mean, they had the exact same face, like carbon copy. Like, I was looking at the same person, but only one was wearing a wig. Like, they looked exactly the same, which, to be fair, that is West Virginia. A lot of people just kind of have that face. But, like, no, they they were related. Like, there's no question in my mind. Okay, guys, now it's on to Ray Leaves Reviews, where our producer, Ray, will review various products, food, you know, sometimes really random, ambiguous things, and give us a rating out of five stars. So go ahead, Ray. Tell us what you're, you'll be reviewing this time around. So this week, I want to review a place that we've all eaten at before. <laughs> This place is called America. <laughs> With everything going on so far, so far. So far. lots of complaints. <laughs> Since 1776. Since 1776. <laughs> I got a lot to work with. But like mostly I just want to kind of focus on these people that are eating at these restaurants, aka people that don't wear masks. <laughs> and these people that don't wear masks are literally the people that touches a hot plate when, the, when your server is like, Hey, this is a hot plate. <laughs> With so many different warning signs, they still touch the plate because they want to get hurt. So <laughs> they want to get and they hurt. want to complain, right? And they want to complain. They want that free about, meal. About how they just got burnt from touching this hot plate. <laughs> Basically, like these same people, I'm trying to make a correlation here where mm -hmm. these people don't wear a mask. Because like Christy and I, we, you know, we take walks outside and we just see a bunch of you know, I, I don't want to generalize, but you mm. know, a lot of younger people <laughs> that eat at this restaurant, they don't wear a mask. The special meal of the day that they're serving at this American restaurant is shellfish because of selfish people. Oh my wow! God. Wow! Good one! Going. Wow! 
But you know, there's some good people <laughs> eating at this restaurant that do wear masks, and we're do, we're trying to do our part. But there's more people out here eating at this American restaurant that don't want to follow these rules, and that's fine. You know, you get to do what you want. But I mean, at this rate, we're moving towards a second closure of this restaurant. Just just for viewers to understand, you're referring to America as a restaurant. As a restaurant, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to like paint. I just, like, yeah, a, I was like gonna a say, how is this it's, it's a metaphor, yeah, everyone. It's a metaphor. I was gonna say, I was like, I think America you know. is a restaurant, and Ray yeah. is giving it one star. Yeah. So this place is about to shut down again. <laughs> this place meaning America. America. Yes, America. I would give this place fifty stars, but a lot of these states aren't following procedures, so. I just want to give it one star. And that's my review of America. So now we're moving on to the next section of our podcast called Fuego or No Go. Dun, dun, dun. And today we'll be discussing the topic of changing your last name when you get married. So... Uh, similar to one of our other sections, we will be talking about pros and cons of doing it. So I'll kick it off with the pros of changing your last name. Yeah, I mean, I guess like I'm thinking like if you do have kids, it just gives like a basic format. Like we are the Smiths blah, blah, blah. for this mm -hmm. argument. Um, that's the most basic last name there Smith. is. My point is like, it's just like if you have kids, just like, oh my God, here's her last name. Don't read too much into it. You don't have to think about it too hard. Hyphenated, like that just kind of can get complex. So I do see it from like a standpoint of like, this just makes things easier. But really my argument for pro is literally just convenience. Like I, I can't mm -hmm. think of it in a way as like, some weird form of respect for your husband. Cause that seems just like a weird thing to do. Like, oh, I'll take your last name, but we'll, if there aren't kids involved, then, like, what are you doing? Yeah, I think, honestly, the other argument that I think people consider, or, like, the other option, I should say, is that people like to hyphen their last names. Mm -hmm. this Which is kind of, like, neither pro or con. It's kind of, like, the middle ground. Yeah, middle it's ground. a compromise for sure. It's, mm -hmm. it's a good compromise. But something that we talked about, you know, before discussing this on the podcast was you know, why don't you just create a whole other last name mm -hmm. then using yeah. that logic? Because if the goal is to have a family that has the same last name and, and start your life as a family, as a unit, cohesive unit, then you should maybe create a different last name so that your kids match your last name and you both have to change your identity because it, that would be so weird to wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm Adriana Smith now. Like, yeah, I don't feel right. Like and I think, I think the issue here is that it's very outdated for the women to have to be the one who like change their name when if you want it to be right. about a family unit, if that's your argument, it should be both people. So now to get a male's perspective on it, we're going to bring in Raymond to see what he thinks about the issue. I mean, just a drastic like, thought that I have is that, I mean, if there's a cool last name, I would change my last name if you had a cool last name. Wow. If He's you were like, wow. Chrissy Explosion, I'd be like, <laughs> I would, I want to be called Mr. Explosion. Like, oh, like explosion. Like it's a no brainer to change my name. Girl? That's so funny. Okay, so you agree, like the third option of picking a completely different last name to still have that cohesive family unit is like a good viable option. So you want option. to pick explosion is what you're saying. No. Yeah, and you're all for equality then. So you don't necessarily think that the guy is entitled to have his name, but you think that, yeah, like 
maybe just switch both names then. So then you have just a cooler last name and it's a family unit, right? Yeah. And then it'll be cool if you go on Family Feud, you're like, this is the explosion family. <laughs> True. But, you got to think about your future entertainment profession, you know? Yeah. You know, you got to think about all the game shows you might be on <laughs> because that's the natural next step. But <laughs> I've decided I'm going to rename myself. I'm now Adriana DiCaprio and my future children will all be DiCaprios. <laughs> so anyways, uh, it looks like we're kind of all for the compromise version which is just kind of both people change their last name because it shouldn't be based on gender, which is more traditional where the woman has to change her last name. So that's that on changing last names. All right, listeners, thank you for listening to our podcast. This has been Adriana. And Chrissy. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.